Alright guys, so, you know, I should probably do these in... I should probably make YouTube videos of this shit. You know, just like five minute YouTube videos instead of a whole podcast. But, again, it's done. It's, it's been successful in, in the past, so I'm going to do it again. You know, this episode is going to be random thoughts. It's not going to have one clear, cohesive um, message. It's going to be numerous random thoughts in one podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Give me some feedback. But before you do, before you do, remember that this is the Sultan of Strangles speaking, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. You can find me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, and at Rambling with Rack. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. Before we start the episode, I wanted to thank Andrew Vidal. <clears throat> he is a Jiu-Jitsu black belt and heavy metal uh, music composer, and he just made me a really nice Middle Eastern-themed um, podcast intro. That's heavy metal. So make sure to check him out. A Vidal BJJ on Instagram. Thank you so much, Andrew. Bodybuilding is such a cool sport, especially when you're a young kid, you know, when you're fucking, I don't know, eight, nine, ten, then you're a teenager, you see Ronnie Coleman, you see Jay Cutler, you see Flex Wheeler, and you're like, yo, I want to be like this, and you don't know what steroids are at that age, Um, and you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to start lifting, you lift, you start getting big, you know, your, people start respecting you more. Women start looking at you more. You're like, oh, man, this is awesome. But then you're like, wait, why don't I look like, why don't I look like Ronnie Coleman? Oh, I, I think I need to take creatine. Oh, okay. Oh, creatine maybe puts a, put a little more size on there. You're like, wait, I still don't look like Ronnie Coleman or Jay Cutler. What's going on? Then you find out that, oh, uh, they're on anabolic steroids you know and if you're 18 19 you know i've seen people 16 they get on steroids and then they start seeing the real gains you know it's really depressing man it's really fucking depressing um the difference between a geared and non-geared bodybuilder what it looks like it's literally night and day It's not a little different. That's when you start looking like the fucking Dragon Ball Z characters. Then you do that. And then you're like, wait, so I got a lot bigger. I look great. 
but I still don't look like Ronnie Coleman and Jay Cutler. Then you realize they are on an entire cocktail of drugs. HGH, Winstrol, Tren, they're on orals, they're on injectables. They're taking insulin because insulin increases muscle growth. And then you see these young guys like Boston Lloyd um, go on YouTube and just type in Boston Lloyd steroid cycle. He's not even, <coughs> even admits like this is, this is like uh, a guy who, I don't know if he ever became pro, but this is like a, a cycle of someone who's not even at the top level. And the amount of drugs that he named, I didn't even, I didn't even know half of them. And he passed away at age 29. Um, a lot of people say there's no side effect to steroids. There's road, there's roid rage. There's some liver issues, but there's no, oh, there are real bad side effects. Um, I had a blood clot when I was uh, 19 and when I was 26. Both times the doctors asked me, are you taking steroids? I'm like, nope. And I'm like, why did I get a blood clot? They never figured it out. So I'm on blood thinners for life. But what the doctor explained to me is that when you take, when you take steroids, when you take testosterone, your body produces more blood so that they could transfer the testosterone. Then the viscosity of your blood becomes very thick and that causes blood clots. So you see a lot of people who take steroids. They're get, if they're not you know, bloodletting and doing all these different stuff, lobotomies, they're getting blood clots. Flex, was it Flex Wheeler? Yeah, Flex Wheeler had to get his motherfucking leg amputated, bro. He had to get his leg amputated. It's really, really depressing, man. Like, you see the glory, the glory of these people who are taking performance-enhancing drugs, but very people see the detriments. I'm seeing, oh, Judoka, whatever, whatever his name is, dead at age 50. And I'm like, 50? I mean, how does a guy who's an athlete for his whole life die, die at 50? How does Kimbo Slice die at 44? How does Kevin Randleman die at 45? It's steroids. They take a big toll on your body, on your kidneys, on your liver, on your heart. You may look great. Your, your body may look great, but you are suffering on the inside. Now let's take a look at the other end. Testosterone replacement therapy. <clears throat> when you're, um, I went to get my testosterone levels checked because ever since I hit 30, man, I've been so much more tired. It takes so much more, so much longer to recover from a workout. And I'm like, are my testosterone levels low? So I go and I find out that the range, the range is retarded, by the way, 250 to 950 is normal. That's a huge range. So if you have a testosterone level of 251, you're normal. If you have 945, you're normal. Those are so different. Um, so fucking this MyFitness uh, my Pal uh, walking app freaking talks every time I'm trying to do a podcast. Very annoying. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, testosterone replacement therapy. You go to the doctor, they check your blood, um, and you get pharmaceutical-grade testosterone from a doctor. And they take your testosterone closer to the higher end. So 900, sometimes it might go to 1,000. But I've seen, I've seen some people do this and uh, live pretty healthy lives. Like um, <clears throat> I saw a guy 75 years old. He said he was on TRT for 30 years. Uh, Vince McMahon, obviously on something. He's like pushing 80. Um, it seems like if you could get, take a low dose and control it, you could live a healthy life, but I don't know. You know, I've even thought about it because I'm like, maybe I'll take a low dose, increase my, uh, just increase my quality of life, my sleep, my energy, etc. But I have the pre-existing blood clot thing. Like if I already had two blood clots and now I'm taking some of this and to make my blood thicker, do I really want to risk my life? So for, for my younger people listening to this, ask yourself, is it worth the risk? You know, is it worth the risk? Um, let's say you're a high school football player and, you know, you got to get you're trying to get into a D1 school and you're fucking six foot three, 225. Who are they going to want to draft? The six, three, 225 guy that runs a. Four, four oh forty, or the six three two fifty five guy that runs a three eight. Obviously, the other one. Now, you get on the shit. You get on the juice. You put on the muscle. You become faster. You get drafted. I mean, you go into a D one school, and then you get drafted into the NFL. Now you're a multi millionaire. The whole world knows you. You live in a mansion. All the girls are throwing themselves at you. Was it worth the risk? Probably. But it's such a small percentage of people that actually make it to that point. On the other end, another guy might decide to do it too. Hey, you know what? I'll get on the juice too. Puts on the weight, puts on uh, the speed, but doesn't get into D1. Maybe gets into a D2 school. D2's over. Um focus most of his college on on football and he doesn't get drafted now what now you're just a big retard with no skills other than football which doesn't matter anymore useless and you um you just fucked your organs up that's the case for most people so just really think about what you're doing think about the risk and reward factor and um you know as as I'm in, I'm in my 30s, I look back and I ask myself, what if I had? What if I did take that risk? Would I be happier now? Would I be living a better life? I'll never know. But I'm just happy I'm healthy. I'm happy my organs are working. Uh, it may take longer to recover from a workout. It may take, uh, my body may take more of a toll. But whatever. I know that I'm not going to die soon. Social media addiction is a real fucking thing. It's not a joke. It's not fake. It's literally, it's real. It's, you literally get addicted to it. Physically, mentally, you know why? 
the same thing as sex addiction, same thing as marijuana. You're not going to be fiending. You're not going to get body aches, but you stay away from your phone long enough, bro, you start wondering, oh, man, I don't know. Why don't I feel good? Something's off. Uh, I'm just not myself. Then you turn your phone on and the likes, you see the likes and your brain gets flooded with literal feel-good chemicals, dopamine. Um, So your brain releases dopamine when you do crack cocaine, when you do heroin. Also, when you work out, when you accomplish something, right? But there's a cheap, easy way to get that dopamine rush as well. And that is turning on your phone, posting a status about how you're cutting out all the toxic people in your life and you're going to have a successful year. So in other words, you have not achieved success yet, but you're talking about it. And then the likes come pouring in and your dopamine receptors are ready for that rush and they get it. It's scientifically proven. This is not... This is not a refutable thing. It's a fact. Your brain gives off dopamine when you see likes and you feel good about it. But the difference between accomplishing something and earning that dopamine rush is very different than social media because you get it in a very cheap, easy way. And then you stop You stop trying to actually accomplish things and you just pay I'll just say I'm going to accomplish shit. Um, Now me talking all this shit. I just said how it's all bad. How not to do it. And I will be the first to admit. I definitely have a a serious, serious problem. Um, I was looking at my screen time. For, um, for, you know, my phone. And I'm not even going to share I'm not even going to share the times with you because of how fucking embarrassed I am. It's it's embarrassing how much time I'm on it. Now, for me, it's a double-edged sword. I go on Instagram. Someone says, hey, I loved you on the show. I love you. I love, you know, your vibe, etc. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for the support. Would you ever want to come visit? Oh, uh, Sure want to come tonight sure comes by loves the gym signs up and that is all because social media hey uh my bracket sucked for this tournament because so many people pulled out and i say people who pull out of brackets deserve to die they're less than human they don't deserve to breathe (coughs) lol i agree um Next thing you know, he's at the gym. Next thing you know, he signs up. Hey, blessings from Canada. Uh, Love your stuff. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Where can I buy some merch? Oh, well, I'll send it to you. Okay, I'll take a hoodie for me, my wife, and my two kids. So you could see how social media is a huge, huge tool for me. And I can't just put it aside. Now, I won't sit here and bullshit you and say, hey, you know, I'm 
always productive on social media. <clears throat> Absolutely fucking not. I go, I post, hey, doing this tournament, looking forward to seeing you guys there. I get a bunch of likes that I deserve because I'm actually going to do the tournament. Or I'll win the tournament. I'll get a bunch of likes that I deserve. And then I'll start scrolling. Oh, let's see what, what she did today. Let's see what he did today. And before I know it, I don't spend long spans of time on it, right? I'm not holding my phone for an hour. But five minutes here, 10 minutes there, 15 minutes here. It adds up, and by the end of the day, bro, you'd be shocked. You would be shocked how much time I log in on social media. And um, trying to figure out uh, a way to stop without completely cutting it off. But one thing that really helps is changing the location of the, um, the, uh, I don't know what it's called. The thing you do to click on Instagram. Like one day I'll put it on one part of my phone, the other day on another part. So when my reptilian brain opens the phone to click on it, I'm like, oh, it's not where I thought it was. Eh, you know what? I just won't log in. Um, I don't want to put limits on the app because <clears throat> sometimes I have to respond to a, to a message. So I'm still trying to find a way to get over it. And when I do... I will let you guys know. What's up, guys? This podcast is now sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an unencrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard. Your message is wide open for the mailman and any of those other nosy people to see. Whether you're connected to an unencrypted internet network on your phone, computer, tablet, TV, etc., you're sending countless pieces of information into the digital world that can be seen and intercepted by many different parties before they get to their intended destinations. Guys, go to expressvpn.com slash R-A-K for three months and a discount if you use my code. I will leave the link in the description. But a VPN or virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so no one could sneak a peek at your private correspondence. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. Every time you connect to an unencrypted Wi-Fi network at airport, hotels, coffee shops, or even at home, you're at risk. A hacker connected to the same unencrypted Wi-Fi network can steal your personal info. With only basic computer knowledge, the hacker could even gain access to your passwords, financial details, or even your emails. ExpressVPN encrypts your internet connection using the highest standard of encryption currently available. If you'd like to take a hacker with a supercomputer billions of years to crack. Guys, I will not name what countries I've been to because I don't want to get killed, but I've been to some countries where Instagram, Facebook, social media is completely blocked by a firewall. And the only way you could view those things is a VPN. And thank God I had ExpressVPN on my visits and it made everything easy. I like to use DraftKings, which is a sports betting app. And if I'm not in New Jersey, it says, oops, not in New Jersey, you can't bet. But guess what? ExpressVPN, baby. I say, guess what, guys? I am in New Jersey and I put my bets in. 
Another thing I like to do with ExpressVPN, let's say you're watching a YouTube video and it says not available in your country or song not available in your country. Guess what? I'm going to make my VPN in whatever country I got to be to listen. If you're trying to get married to someone rich overseas, um, put your VPN in New York City, even though you live in Timbuktu, get matched with someone, uh, fall in love and move over there. All right. Your internet service provider can see everything you do. Us ISPs can legally sell your data to ad companies. UK and Australian ICPs are required to keep logs of websites you visit. The apps you use in the private conversations you have for one to two years. Governments, large corporations, websites constantly survey you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN puts a stop to that by encrypting all your data and hiding your location. Hey guys, ever um, have a conversation with your friends about something and the next thing you know, you're getting an ad? Yep, that's right. When you let your microphone, um, give your microphone access to whatever app you're on, they could listen to whatever you're saying. You want to stop that? ExpressVPN, baby. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted aspect, as, um, access to all parts of the internet. Many websites or apps are blocked or, or restricted depending on where you are in the world. Certain countries even censor the internet and don't let you access websites freely. Think of a YouTube video you weren't able to watch, a website you couldn't visit, or a sports match you were unable to stream. What about stuff that's cheaper in other countries like Spotify subscriptions, flight tickets, online games? ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo restrictions a thing of the past. All right, guys, uh, I hope you end up using uh, ExpressVPN. They're sponsoring the podcast. I'm going to put a link in the description. If you don't want to look at the link, it's expressvpn.com slash R-A-K. That is expressvpn.com slash R-A-K. Hope you guys use it. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. So now that you've self-diagnosed yourself with a social media addiction, what can you do to um, get rid of it? Just like every other addiction, drugs, we've got food, we've got all types of addiction, sex addiction. There's two ways to go about this. Some people have to go cold turkey. Some people, you know, when they're smoking cigarettes, they can't use the patch, they can't use the gum. They just gotta wake up one day and say, fuck it, I'm done. Me, social media is a part of my life and I need it to succeed. So what can I do to fix that? And here are some steps I took. First off, use the app screen time and put limits. So if you hit, if you wanna do one hour, two hour, three hour, four hour, you put a limit on it, so as soon as you hit that time, it does not allow you back on that app. It's good. Um, let's say you need it throughout the day, but now you're at home, you wanna wind down, you wanna spend time with your family, you wanna be productive. You take your phone, you put it in the other room. That helped me a lot at work. When I was in the accounting world, uh, I would get to work, I would never bring my phone to my desk. I would put it in my jacket and put it in the closet. I would take it out at lunch, check it out, hit make some calls. When I'm done with my lunch, I would go right back to work. Um, now, other ways. There's other ways you could also do this. 
Support for Rambling with Rack is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code RAKRAK at manscaped.com. And if my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. Guys, Manscaped has truly changed my life. Y'all know Middle Eastern men. We got some serious, dense forestry down there. I have tried everything. I've tried the -the over-the-counter buzzers. I have tried straight razors. I have tried regular razors. And nothing has made Manscaping easier than Manscaped. All right, guys, so the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to Hold Your Goodies. Guys, the ball deodorant, all right? Let's say you're on your last set of leg press at the gym, and your girl hits you up, says, what are you doing? You don't have time to take a shower. You just take a quick little um, whiff of that ball deodorant, wipe down there, and head over to her house. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer is a future of grooming, and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is a waterproof and also has 400K LED spotlight you need for more precise shaves. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Guys, as an Iranian man, I can attest to you that when using a regular buzzer, if you go to my bathroom floor, it literally looks like you just entered the Amazon rainforest. So having the trimmer right now has made my job so much easier you thought that was good want to take your grooming game even further to the next level the performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker nose and ear trimmer the weed whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off Plus free shipping worldwide with code word RAK, R-A-K. Get 20% off free shipping with the code R-A-K at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code word R-A-K. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Well, there you have it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let me know if you want me to do more of these random thought episodes, you know, because uh, I have a lot of these thoughts throughout the day and there's two things I can do. I could record it and make a whole episode of that topic or 
I can make an entire episode of just random thoughts and put them together. It's up to you guys. You guys are the listeners. I do what you guys enjoy. But before you leave, guys, check out immortalsjujitsu.com. Follow me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu and at Rambling with Rack. Thank you so much, guys, for your undying support. I'm thinking about making a Patreon or other ways to make money from this. So if you have any ideas, if you want to sponsor the show, if you want to help out in any way, you let me know and we'll get started right away. Have a wonderful day and I will see you guys next episode. Now, I, I noticed that I'm not really browsing too much on social media. What I'll do is I'll respond to DMs and try to make plans with people. And then while I do that, I'm like, oh, look at this reel. Then look at this reel. If you have a friend on Instagram, just get their number, get their WhatsApp and contact them that way. So that way you don't have to open the app to, um, to deal with it. If you have a certain level of notoriety on social media, you will have haters. Um, I used to deal with this by feeding the trolls. I fight back. I'd get into hour-long arguments, and at the end, you just wasted hours of your life. And the troll who's a loser, who has no job, who has nothing to lose, he won. So if someone talks shit, delete their comment block them, stop talking to them. It's that easy. If you hear someone talking shit about you on Instagram or Reddit, block, erase, delete, forget. If you entertain these people, you will end up right down in the gutter with them.